there's this interesting point along the path of your entrepreneurial journey. And I want to highlight it for you. And it's this, this place where you start to have questions on, I've accomplished and achieved the things that I set out to do, whether that's build a significant business, create significant revenue, create an incredible product or service, help and serve people. You had some goal and objective that drove you to build and create your company. And at some point you start to have these questions of, do I keep doing what I'm doing or is there a change that needs to happen? This is that critical inflection point that I want to highlight and dive deep into today. I have navigated this moment of introspection, reflection, looking into the future, and I want to help you navigate this too. I live in Puerto Rico I am surrounded by incredible entrepreneurs. And it's interesting, recently I had a dinner and slowly eight, eight people around the table, each were saying, I'm at that point. Do I retire? Do I hire a CEO to replace myself? Do I sell a portion of my equity in the company? Do I do a full exit? There's all these questions that we start to ask ourselves. And Today, I want to show you the principles for how to powerfully navigate this moment in time. And it's a critical moment. And it requires you to understand all of the elements in a way where you can move through this experience in a really empowered way and create a life that you don't have to regret someday. And so in order to share about this inflection point and share about how you decide what your next move is. I'm going to use myself as the example. And something I was contemplating about 10 years ago was, do I raise money and grow my company to a new level or do I potentially sell the company? And I mean, long story short, somebody made an offer that had me seriously considering this possibility of, of selling the company. And I remember in the moment having so much internal chaos as I was considering whether or not this was the right move for me. And I had gone to the Apple store, my phone screen was cracked and I went to the Apple store and this guy was helping me. And turns out, he followed me on Instagram. He knew my whole story, my startup story. He ends up coming to our office to help us with the computers. And it was a day where we had just finalized our verbal agreement to sell the company. Now, where was the company at that point? We have distribution in 26 different countries, which means I'm working with 26 different distributors. I've got a 20,000 square foot warehouse with a team of about 12 employees who come to the office every day. They're doing B2B and direct to consumer sales. I have taught them and helped them develop incredible skills. And I have people like Lisa. She'd become an Amazon expert. She had really been struggling in her life and we empowered her. I've got Chris who, you know, had kind of bounced around lots of different jobs and he was managing my warehouse and doing an amazing job. My friend Jennifer, who was super smart and had always been a stay-at-home mom, I knew her from church and she was crushing it in my B2B sales and managing that. And um, 
So this guy, his name is Royal, by the way, Royal Knox. How you doing? The guy from the Apple store is at my office. He's in my specific office, which the wall is glass. And I'm looking out at everything that it worked so hard to build, knowing I just made a verbal agreement to sell the company. And it meant that all of these people were going to lose their job. And uh, I'm looking at them all and I know something that they don't. And I'm immediately feeling guilty, feeling guilty, feeling like a bad person. I'm feeling like a, I don't know, careless capitalist. And um, I'm sitting there and I can't even in my mind navigate everything that's happening. And I confess to the computer guy who's in my office who can see all of these people out the window like I can. And I said, I have to tell you something. I just made an agreement to sell the company and all these people are going to lose their jobs because our headquarters is going to be moving to my partner's warehouse and he won't need them. And I was, and the other piece that was really terrifying is I thought, I have worked so hard to build this company from scratch to create something out of nothing. I'm, how old was I? 36. And it felt almost like it was game over for Katie. It was really weird. So unexpected, right? You know, there's this big American dream that you can create something out of nothing and that you can significantly benefit financially from that and, you know, sell your company someday and go live on the profits. And it's not what it was feeling like at all. I was kind of struck by all of this so unexpectedly. And so I'm sitting there with the computer guy and I'm confessing to him that all of these people are about to lose their job and my life as I know it is is over. <laughs> it's kind of what it felt like at the moment. He was a Christian, as, as am I. I think he was very inspired. And he said, Katie, you're looking at everything that you've built and you're thinking, this is the culmination. This is it. Like This is as high as I can get. And maybe God's looking down on you right now saying, this is just the beginning of your story. And um, to help you see kind of the level of complexity to all of it, literally had built something out of nothing to the level where we had international distribution, we had lots of publicity and patents and trademarks and B2B sales, managing manufacturing overseas, working with our distributors to market our brand in 26 different countries. Like it was really felt like really important, really significant, very complex. And in the beginning, when you're starting a company, whether or not it succeeds at only in the, in the moment, it, it just impacts you. And once you gain traction and you start to build and develop a company, suddenly you have team members, customers, clients, all of these people are relying on you to continue to grow and build the company. And what's interesting is in the beginning, it was almost like I had nothing to lose. And at this point now, it felt like I had everything to lose. And if I made the wrong step, it would forever, the responsibility of that failure would forever be on my shoulders. And it was terrifying. Sometimes it was paralyzing and it was hard to even make decisions and navigate all of that. Quick question for you. What would happen in your business and life if you could show up powerfully? As a coach to high-performing entrepreneurs, I help intelligent people like you do just that. 
And in, if you want to be inspired by people who are getting more done in 90 days than most people do all year, I'm going to invite you to go check out my case studies. The website is now.katierichardson.com forward slash case study. And the cool thing is we've got so many case studies there. You can find an entrepreneur who's just like you. I've also got a link for you down in the show notes. Okay, back to the show. And so I want to take a second and kind of pull this apart a little bit on how do we even begin to start navigating these questions of, do I sell my company? Do I bring in a partner? Is it a partial sale? Am I fully exiting the company? If I do sell it, who do I want to be the one to come in and continue to grow the company? Who's that right next owner? And there's so many questions that are going through your mind. Maybe you're at a point where you've been doing what you're doing for five, six, seven years. And you're maybe even saying, I've accomplished the thing that I set out to do. And now I'm in this place where I don't know where the next move is. I don't know if I continue to do what I'm doing. Maybe there's a whole new arm of the company that I start to build and create. Maybe I introduce digital products to my physical product company, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you've had a digital company and maybe there's a physical product that we need to bring in. But the point is, there's this critical inflection point where what you've been doing up until this point just no longer feels right. And how can we begin to answer these many questions that are popping up in your mind? in a way that it has you moving into a future that you don't look back on and regret. So I want to share a few things. The first is to be open to new possibilities. Oftentimes our mind says, either I sell the company or I don't. Either I sell the company and I'll always be feeling like I let go of the the thing that was so hard to build, or I don't sell the company and I feel trapped and I feel like I'm just uh, even in the rat race. I don't know, but I just, I feel stuck. And I want to introduce you to the idea that maybe there's something beyond that. So be open to the possibility that there's maybe an, an, a different option that you're not considering. The second is I want you to be brutally honest with yourself about what you want long-term. For me in that, at that time, I had developed myself quite significantly as a product designer and as an entrepreneur leading a team. I had actually gotten really good at sales and negotiations. And in a lot of ways, I'd kind of mastered a lot of those things. And the idea of letting go of all of that and trying to start over in, in another area. What? That's like, who does that? That's crazy. Um, it's not fun being at the beginning of something and not being good at it and just sucking at it. That's not fun. And so being brutally honest with yourself about what you want long-term. At that time, I had these really faint whisperings of, hey, Katie, maybe you could be on stage. or Hey, Katie, maybe, maybe you write a book. And I was like, what? Nah, I don't know. I mean, me. And again, they were just kind of faint whisperings. Hey, Katie, maybe you could, maybe you could help other people in their business. So be brutally honest with yourself about what you're wanting long-term. 
And there's a nuance to this, and I'm going to make it point three. At this inflection point, rather than start trying to ask the question, how am I going to do this thing? If if maybe, okay, maybe you come up with new possibilities and you're you're open and, and you start to create a, an option that didn't previously, wasn't obvious to you. And, and then immediately your mind says, yeah, but how are you going to do that? Because you've got this issue and this issue and that person's going to stop you and this thing's not going to work out. Hold off on those things, okay? For right now, I want you to primarily focus on who you want to be. So I'm going to take you back to my friend Royal. I was, I was getting really caught up in what's my next thing? What's the next thing I'm going to do? And it was really profound how he phrased that. And, you know, what he said to me was God's looking down on you saying, we're just getting started, Katie. Like you're capable of so much more. And that was very focused on me and who I am as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a woman of God, as a wife, as a mother, right? And if you can take your eyes just for a second, stop focusing so much on what, but who you want to be, this then starts to open you up to some possibilities. And the last thing that I want to say here is don't try and do this on your own. I mean, that might sound a little biased from somebody who coaches people. And it's how I'll admit it is very biased, but it's, it's a, it's advice that I follow myself. And at the time I did, I had two coaches that were helping me navigate these things. And I still work with coaches, find a guide, find a guide. And listen, even the very best surgeon would never attempt to operate on himself. And this level of introspection, this level of creating the next season and and seeing into the future. Um, it's, it's very hard to do on your own at the time. I felt like, I felt like I was wandering in the wilderness and I didn't have a direction that I was clearly going. I could go this direction. What about that direction? And maybe I do this. What if I did that? And I just, I could see myself jumping from one idea to the next. Yeah, that one's really good. Maybe I do that. Oh, what about this? And I was jumping around from possibility to possibility and there wasn't a clear direction forward. It was terrifying. And it was a time when I was praying, reading, reading scriptures, asking God, you know, I'm a jumper, just shine the light. Tell me where to go, what to do. And he wasn't telling me what to do. And ultimately I had to get really clear on where it is that I wanted to go. And so not only did I feel like I was wandering in the wilderness, I felt like I didn't have any sort of instrument to help me even get there. Right. I just, I vaguely was saying something needs to change. I I knew that I couldn't keep doing what I was doing, but what that meant and what it actually looked like, I had no idea, no idea. And so I was, wandering, feeling around in the dark. I didn't know which way was up. And I certainly didn't have an instrument to help me navigate those things because there wasn't even a clear direction. So having a guide is huge and being able to navigate these things. And like I told you in the beginning of this story, I made a decision. And ultimately that's what needs to happen here at the end is you've got to make a decision and jump. Now, what happens on the other side of that jumping, we're going to talk about in the next episode.
This is a four-part podcast series where I am talking about what to do when you find yourself at this inflection point and you say to yourself, something has to change. I can't keep doing what I'm doing. Either it's no longer working in your current arrangement with business. Maybe the needs of your family has changed and you need to spend more time at home. Maybe you are feeling like things are not working between you and your business partner. Maybe you're feeling like you want to work significantly less hours. Therefore, something has to change. And this four-part series is designed to help you navigate this powerfully so that you don't look back at this moment of decision with tremendous regret, but in fact, see it as the launch pad that moved you into a level of life that maybe you can't even imagine and dream of right now. But I want you to know that that is possible. And just like my friend Royal in that moment, when I was believing that this is the end, <laughs> this is the end for Katie and and her creativity and her ability to build something. This is the end. I was believing that in that moment. And he was saying, Katie, you're just getting started. And I, I believe the same is true for you. And I'm going to show you how to do that in this four part series. So in next week's episode, we're going to talk about what happens when you make that decision and you jump. If you thought it was difficult before, just wait until after you jump. And I'm going to show you how to navigate the level of opposition and resistance that will show up once you make the decision and once you move. And I'm going to show you how to navigate it powerfully. I'll see you in the next episode.